Yes, hello. Welcome back to the pop-up with Paul and friends. You're my friends for tuning in, clicking, subscribing, watching. I have so many great friends that have sat on this couch this past year. This is a special quick episode uh, in gratitude and thanks to you guys for tuning in. You know, it's crazy doing these things. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. You know, I feel like part of doing a podcast, so much of it is the consistency and it, the grind of the consistency. My theme for this year, really creating the show, creating this space in my studio was consistency. And I, I try to live as consistent as I can as a, as a creator, as an interviewer. And I'm just very fortunate and grateful to have the space I have to do this show I'm very surprised by the response to this show, so I wanted to just pop on and give my thanks to you guys and to people everywhere who have listened, subscribed, and specifically a lot of the clips that have done well. You know, you get in your head a little bit about doing this stuff. Are people listening? Do they like it? What are the numbers? I kind of rub up against this idea of uh, the media business and what we need is numbers, and when you look at how many people are listening or how many people are watching or how many... it. I feel like it could be a, a bottomless pit. It's like compare culture too. You know, you open your Instagram and see someone doing something great that you want to be doing. You just start feeling bad. So I'm here to just kind of sit in the fact that I have this show that you guys have been at from day one or you're new and you're checking this out now. This is the one episode you tuned in. You're like, this guy's just sitting alone talking about his show. Is that what the show is? No, it, I it interview great guests in here most of the time. This was my special End of year recap moment, just to have a second for me, for the show, um, the name of this show pop up was born a long time ago. I actually took a cardboard desk across the country and did a travel series that I think in the new year, I'm going to start to post more clips about because that show, just a quick story about it. We made it in the middle of pandemic. Uh, we tried to sell it. I had a meeting with Netflix. I had a meeting with HBO. I just all PBS. We, I mean, everyone ever saw this treatment and this sizzle of the six episode pop-up talk variety show. No one ever bought it. I put it out. Uh, I still don't feel like it got the love that it should have gotten. Speaking of the numbers thing, but that's where this name came from. And specifically the name here is the idea I have about show business and comedy, which is kind of like pop up anywhere and make things fun and exciting. And that was a sentiment of the travel show. Like we literally had a cardboard desk and we'd pop up one of the episodes. I was in Amish country popped up on a farm with our set with cows. And immediately I was interviewing Amish guys and we used the kind of pop-up desk as the way to travel in and out, but it wasn't really a desk show. It was a remote show where I went all over and did, did interviews with people in, in shops, mom and pop shops. Um, I love real people. I love mom and pop shops. So that show kind of focused on mom and pops, which was awesome during COVID to help promote places and help just, just people and also bring comedy and fun to the world. So that's when pop up with Paul began. I think people are lazy and dumb um, when they search things, not not the people we interviewed on that show. And so I wanted to have a branding here where you just go, oh yeah, I've seen, I like that. Pop up with Paul. I'm competing with every pop up um, in major cities. Oh, there's a pop up in town. What do they do? Oh, they're selling extreme shirts. They're selling, oh, cool, a pop up. No, this is the pop up with Paul. It's the pop up with Paul and friends because sometimes I have friends co host a show. So I have friends I meet in the comedy space, sit on the couch and do interviews. I have all walks of life doing interviews. So the brand sort of began when I did the travel series, which is on the website. Then I come in here, I move to LA, get this great space for my boys. We have a whole studio house here. I build this podcast studio on the garage. Now we're doing the podcast. I'm just appreciative that you're here because as someone who's interviewed people my whole career, 
I've always had quick moments with them, especially celebrities, especially people I'm interested in, where it's like one of many. It's like, all right, here's this guy from this thing. Oh, it's telling about the movie. Blah, 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 blah. See you later. And I will say, I'm so surprised, you know, being in Hollywood, for anybody who's not here, you get this idea of this place where you're like, oh, it's Hollywood. I'm very surprised and grateful. I've convinced so many people to come to this garage in a random suburban neighborhood. Like, envision how you would think like Hollywood interviews go. Like, this is just a random suburban block. We got a great house. I've had really cool people just walk in here and be like, oh, it is a garage. But I'm so grateful we've had awesome people come on and do the show. And I've also been pleasantly surprised by the stand-up comedy scene in this town where like I'm doing stand-up many nights a week now, which I'm grateful for, which was a goal of mine being here. And I just meet people and I'm like, hey, I loved your set. Like, come in my garage. Let's do let's do an interview. And so for the continuation of this show in the new year, we got so many more awesome stand-up comedians who I've gotten to know are going to be on. And then also the kind of blend with my career as a host on TV, I get to also then sometimes have people from NBC come on, like some actors and people from that world. We've done some cross things. Well, we'll do a live hit here on television, and then I'll be like, stick around, do my podcast. So anyway, having this thing has been a really great ship for me to steer in many directions, and I'm just forever grateful to anybody who listens and watches. I truly believe in the conversations we're having. I love what I do for a living. I love people. I love comedy. Uh, if you're here, you also like my conversations. I'm not selling anything other than being genuine and heartfelt and hopefully funny. And that's what I think I'm trying to get more out there for people. Uh, I don't want to live or die by the numbers, but I don't want to celebrate some of the wins real quick on this recap episode. Um, that is kind of more heartfelt than funny. I feel like I'm just speaking from the heart today. There's so many cliches with like, Oh, the new year knew this, but my theme was consistency. Um, Last year, I think my theme for the new year is going to be discipline, but that's more about my comedy writing and other things. Maybe even this stuff, pushing this stuff more, more discipline. But um, let's just celebrate real quick some of the wins from this season, this first year of this podcast. We're not even a full year old, and we've been doing this once a week. There's a consistency for uh, almost 40 weeks. So I'm proud of that fact. This week's going to be this. Uh, We're going to take a break for the holidays. We'll be back in the new year with brand new episodes. Um, But real quick, you never know what's going to happen with social media and what will resonate with people. Our biggest shared clip of the year goes out to Joe Gaudet. Joe and I did a prank call with a really fancy Hollywood restaurant. He does the best Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation there is the best impressions of Arnold. He's since he's been on this show, he's got the cosine of Arnold. He did it to Arnold's face shortly after he did it here with me. He's been doing it on the internet for years. He's definitely the best of the best. Like I've I, I've never heard a better sounding impression in my life. It's so wild when you're next to him. You're like, there's no way. There's no way. Um, he sat here. We met him through a friend, uh, Jason Katz, connected us, which is awesome. I've had great friends connect me with people to be on my show. I'm so grateful for the supporters. Uh, Ashton, my friend Ashton, a publicist, is getting some of her clients to come. Like, I got great friends who uh, appreciate my interviews and want to have people come in. So thank you guys for getting me guests sometimes. But Joe comes in on a rainy day in L.A., which doesn't always happen. We meet for the first time, immediately hit it off. And I just pitched him this idea in the moment because the kid in me, like, I used to do prank calls when I was a kid, and that's kind of a lost art form. Like, what are kids going to do today? Like, you know, they send, I oh, I just sent this crazy text. I prank text. I was doing an impression of a, a ex-boyfriend. Like what, what, what is the prank when you're texting? So Joe and I call this fancy restaurant. We asked for a table as Arnold. 
Uh, this clip has been seen almost 2 million times uh, just on Instagram alone, but adding TikTok and all the other platforms, millions and millions of views because it's the perfect Arnold voice and it's just so funny to book a table in Hollywood and the woman wouldn't give me a table and then immediately gave a table when she heard Arnold. So it kind of shows the, I also like that part of it. The kid really likes like poking fun at the kind of BS around the who's who nature of show business. And that prank showed it right away. Uh, I'm talking about it a lot, but because we're here recapping, check it out. Uh, if I've got any wiggle room. Um, actually, sorry, here, he's right here. Hey, this is Arnold. Listen, I will be in the area tonight around 8 o'clock, and we're looking to see if we okay. got the table for three. I mean, if you can have any wiggle room, it would be absolutely fantastic. Sure, sure. We can put you down for 8 o'clock. You said for three? Yes, me, my son, and you his girlfriend. It. I think it would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you got it. I, if you could use a pseudonym, I don't want anybody that I'll be in the restaurant. You know, you get in the paparazzi all over yeah. here. Yeah. Absolutely. What name would you like me to use? I think we should use Ari, A-R-I, Schwartz. I mean, they will not know. All right. You are all set, then. We'll see you tonight at 8. Thank you so much, and I'll see you soon, right? Hasta la vista. All righty. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. I cannot wait. <laughs> and I will say, if I get diarrhea at this restaurant, I will not be back. All right? <laughs> Truly the best. And when you put stuff on the internet and it, it does that well and goes viral, you want to also, uh, you know, comment on funny comments. And so many people like were calling us bad guys for doing that. Like it was fairly harmful. Um, yeah, we called the restaurant back and said we don't need a table. And I don't feel bad because it was funny. So they're fine. They got reservations all the time. They're going to be fine about it. And so what's the worst that happens? That girl goes and says Arnold called the other day. Hopefully she saw the clip and she laughed. Either way, we told her We told her after. And I think Joe and I, next time, Joe, if you do hear this or see this ever, next time you're here, we're going to go to that restaurant. <laughs> Maybe I'll dress you up as Arnold or we'll just go and you could talk as Arnold the whole time. We'll find that woman and we'll, we'll buy her a drink or something. Definitely one of the top moments of the year for the podcast. Lots of views and just so much fun. And that was a bit that came from a really playful place and it resonated with people. Another moment that stands out, um, it's got to be when my boy Eunice, one of my favorite comedians and new friends uh, out here, who's a really close friend of mine now, who's from Iraq. I say it right, Iraq. Um, he came in with his uncle who had been in America two days ever. And such a unique interview. You know, they're speaking Arabic. I'm translating. But... I love breaking down and finding common ground in that episode specifically. And that was just a really cool, like, uh, meeting of the worlds where he just got to America and he sits on my couch as a podcast. And it was just really, really funny. And I appreciate that episode. And chaining off from the Arabic, um, this episode, again, stands out to me as something to recap and mention and highlight because I always wanted to. Uh, like talk with a Muslim person and a Jewish person as an interviewer. And this was a little bit before um, all the stuff in the Middle East really was happening the way it is now. But if you go back and listen to this episode, which I implore you to, if you're still here watching or listening to this, these guys are so funny. Menachem and Zayn, two comedians who represent their culture so well, but also are so loving and tolerant and open and see the humanity of things. This is before, uh, you know, things were as bad as they are. But I really enjoy the conversation we had. In a way, it's almost like I, I'm the, you know, I'm just trying to facilitate and bring out things uh, that I think are interesting in them. And uh, 
what they I learned so much. This episode by far was the most I've learned as an interviewer doing this podcast and probably ever in an interview, just educational on religion and history and what things, you know, upbringings and stuff. And so definitely sticks out. I love that episode. I've been toying with the idea of like resharing a part of it, but like, I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, you know, there's a war going on. Here's my podcast clip. This will like, I just let it be what it is. We did rebroadcast it a couple months ago, and um, I am mentioning it here because that was a really special meeting. Like you're right, because to me, what's what's always funny is again, there's so much crossover between us. Like I got up and I was like, any Jews in the audience, any anti-Semites, people laugh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to reiterate, an anti-Semite means you hate Jews and or Muslims. Does anyone want to switch their answer? <laughs> that's you know something I, mean? I learned from Menachem. Like, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was a Semite. Because we're both Semitic yes. people. Oh. So if you are an anti-Semite, you are against the Semitic I never Semitic knew that either. People. I will say, as someone who does the pop-up theme, which I explained to you guys, I want this show to have that pop-up feel. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe I'll go in the world, bring somebody here. Maybe we'll do an episode out in the world, which we did once with a 102-year-old woman at an old person's home. We went to her, which was an awesome one. But specifically, one that felt very me this season is that sentiment of like, let's pop up and do something funny is we went to Hollywood Boulevard. I picked up Spider-Man and Britney Spears. And these are reenactors on the streets, uh, like Times Square in New York, where there are characters that make money taking pictures with people. I convinced them for a, a amount of money to uh, get in my car, like a stranger's car, drive 30 minutes in traffic. There's always traffic here to this studio. And the best part was the Spider-Man guy, which was actually scary when we did it would not take his mask off. So like he took he was in Spider-Man character the whole time. He got to the house here and he's like, can I use your bathroom? I was like, sure. And then he went in the bathroom for like 35 minutes and we're like, is this guy good? Like this is a stranger off the streets. Everybody in the house here was like, what is going on? Why is this person here? It turned out it was like really hard to do what he ever had to do with his costume that it was like totally like he was Spider-Man, I guess. You know, he was Spider-Man. So the spider part was hard to get off. Uh, he... um. I love that episode because, again, these are conversations sometimes you would never expect if you don't have the space to do it. And here we are in the space. The stuff I heard from these people was remarkable. Take a listen real quick. Spider-Man and Britney Spears off of Hollywood Boulevard. I'm trying to get a guest for my podcast. Would you come on? No, I work for tips and donations, sir. Okay. Uh, would you come to my studio for... Okay, cool. Will you stay dressed as Spider-Man? Yeah. And I'll interview, I can interview you for real? Hey, give me money first, though. Well, you got to come with me, though. Oh, yeah, I will. What's your name? Spider-Man. <laughs> I like that. Oh, it's Britney Spears, everybody. Hello. Gosh, it's Britney. Sorry, not you. The, the lyric. How are you? Yes. We're on Hollywood Boulevard. I got Britney Spears and Spider-Man, and they've never been on a podcast. So, guys, why don't you come on mine right now? There you go. What is it? It's a pod. You know what? We're going to. Let's go. Yes. Straight from Hollywood Boulevard, ladies and gentlemen, they're here. Give it up for Spider-Man and Britney Spears, Woo! aka Jasmine. What's up, world? out the year um i was so grateful to have on tom arnold and monica casey who have a podcast a divorce podcast right now they came on nbc uh, my friend ashton works with them I was able to get them on here i do comedy shows with tom so i've been around him for a while but tom told this great story he's done it on stage and i asked him to do it on the podcast and i knew it was a funny story and that clip has since done really well online and resonated with a lot of people so i'm going to end the recap with um you know growing up you see tom arnold on tv uh, I've interviewed so many celebrities, but I really am still grateful as the kid in me who watches so many people when I was young and gets to be a peer and talk with them and bring out funny moments with them. And this one was no different where we really got to like 
he got to tell this really funny story uh, that the internet ended up loving. You have an amazing Hugh Grant story? But Hugh Grant and I were best friends. We went out every night. High-fiving. I love you, man. Best friend stuff. I'm doing an interview with Entertainment Tonight. He walks in the middle of my interview, right on camera, and goes, Hey, Tom, are you getting a hooker tonight? I'm like, <laughs> what the f***? I don't get hookers. I'm married, I think. <laughs> the Entertainment Tonight producer like, we, we will never play that clip unless one of you gets arrested with a hooker tonight and what are the odds of that happening pretty good it turned out so yeah everybody has to go away dinner and i say to hugh listen man there's dodger game tuesday let's keep this thing going just me you and he's like yeah our movie is over tom he's like did you think we were friends Oh. And he said, don't be offended, Tom. We're show business friends. And I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, <laughs> hurtful. And somebody loved me. But I'm learning the rules of show that's business. Cool. Oh, 6 a.m. Sunday morning. I get a mercy phone call from my publicist. She's like, oh, my God. Did you hear what happened to Hugh Grant last night? I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, did he die? And she's like, worse. Much worse. <laughs> he was arrested with a prostitute. But just said he beefs into my phone. He's like, bloody hell, mate, where are you? You won't believe it. I just got out of jail, mate. Oh, my God. We got to get together and think of a lie to tell Elizabeth. And I'm like, did you think we were friends? Because <laughs> That's a true story. It's true. And, yeah, that's the tip of the iceberg with pop-up with Paul and friends. Uh, tip of the iceberg. Why did I say that? For it? Why? You know? Titanic references over 100 years later. You think it's all right? I mean... I always wanted to be my wife's Jack, but I feel like she would have ended up with the rich guy and I just would have died with the Italians on the bottom. Anyway, um, I'm really appreciative you guys have been here. Thanks for listening to whatever this episode was, but you know, I implore you to do the same thing, which is, I think it's healthy this time of year to kind of look back and celebrate the wins, maybe the losses, look at things that didn't go how you wanted, things that you liked, things you were surprised by. I'm sort of talking now about all the ways that I've been surprised and also grateful doing this show and having this platform and this outlet. And I have big goals for this show. I have big goals for my career as an interviewer and a comedian. And this is just the beginning of this thing. So thank you guys for subscribing, for watching. Be in the moment. Put your phone down. Enjoy. Be present. I, I, well, last thing I'll say is doing this show, this is the most present I am every week is doing this podcast. And then hopefully with my kids. This podcast actually made me start using Do Not Disturb on my phone more than ever before. I turn it on. I get home. I hang with the kids. Like, I really try hard. And I think everyone, I'm not trying to be high and, high and mighty about this, but doing the podcast, long-form interviews, like, is the only long-form thing I do where I'm present enough to not look at my phone. That's ridiculous, right? So hopefully for the new year, I do less phone as well. But be present, guys, and follow me. Follow everyone who's ever been on the show and come back. I'll be here once a week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Love you all.